Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the podcast. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Tyler's super excited because today, guess what we're talking about? Seven threes. Woo! Woo! Love me some H-Pops. Some hot pressure oil. Woo! Hey, this mustache doesn't, doesn't care about your feelings, bro. So uh, thank you for tuning into the podcast. Uh, make sure and check us out on YouTube because this is an actual show. Like, this is not just a podcast. Speaking There's, of that, real yes, quick, I'm yeah. going to interject. We're getting a new podcast area and a new podcast table. It's freaking awesome. It is. Can't wait. Can't wait to use it. It's pretty. It, the guys in the shop, like, custom built us a table that we has two sides. We can do our podcast on one side and then product reviews on the other side. And we're getting a better room. So it yeah. may look cooler, hopefully. I don't know. It, I better it sh- look cooler. It should look cooler. And the table is real sturdy. I yeah. saw Cooper and Brian both on top of it, which means... What were they doing on top of it together? <laughs> I kind of mentioned that it should hold both of them. They're both large men. And they both got up there. So, I mean, Cooper weighs at least, I don't know, six four pounds, four, six. Yeah. <laughs> four, six. He's a hefty old Viking man, so... <laughs> he's a, he's a he doesn't listen old, to these, so brain. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably going to listen to this one now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, make sure and check us out on YouTube. Um, that's where, if you want to comment or, or say anything about the podcast, that's the best place to do it, because I do watch those comments as best as I can. Uh, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell, all that stuff that other YouTube people say, because I don't do that kind of... Well, I just did, so I guess I do yeah, it Yeah, we are doing that kind We of are thing. doing it. I, <laughs> I hate myself. Uh, but also, check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Um, Leave a five-star review. Yep. Send that bad boy to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include your T-shirt size and address to send it to and a picture of your truck, and you'll eventually get a T-shirt. Eventually. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, scare anybody, but... Gretchen was asking me about graphics for our t-shirt 
Did you see the post that what I m- messaged in the thing? I want uh-uh. like explosion. Oh, or, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diesel trucks. Something else cool, and ex- possibly an explosion. So you know those white Oakleys that I have, like yeah. the, the most D bag glasses you've ever seen in your oh, life. Yeah. So I have these custom made Garage Rock Oakleys that I, I they're white framed. Okay, yes, they're that bad. Mm-hmm. And she saw them in a picture that I posted. And she's like, "Do you have a picture of those glasses?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "I'm gonna try and, and put those on a bald eagle." Like yes yeah oh yeah that's what I said I said bald eagles <laughs> diesel trucks and possibly an explosion yes so we're gonna have uh, hopefully like a <laughs> wild T-shirt like I I'm excited I want it to be I want it to be freaking crazy yes like, yes like the Donald Trump riding a shark in the sky with guns and tanks and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> that kind of yes. stuff yes they should have never given us any kind of authority to make a T-shirt <laughs> yeah like what's your idea as well yeah <laughs> so back to the topic at hand um. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We got yep. that over with. So we are talking about my blue OBS seven three per stroke. It's got a ton yep. of miles on it. If this is your first time listening about the truck, um, I have a ninety seven power stroke cylinder cab long bed ZF five truck. Uh, it's got an absolute crap ton of miles on it. Um, I am working through some issues because I got it for a banging deal. Um, I've already had to replace some parts on it, uh, which I knew I was going to have to do, but wasn't planning to do quite as fast because that's how it happens. You make a plan and take that plan and just throw it out the window throw it out the window and make a new plan yeah we, we were joking today it's like <coughs> how's your marriage going rona yeah what? <laughs> how's your marriage going yeah is, is it going too good right now you got too much time on your hands yeah too much money in your, in your <laughs> pocket much? yeah yeah here you go go ahead uh, get, do a project get a project truck yeah yeah uh make sure that you make a really good plan for it and then make sure to take that plan throw it out the window grow a mustache and have a global pandemic yeah <laughs> Just- <laughs> He's just living the dream over there, boys and girls. There's a little bit of, bit of sarcasm in that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm not screwed by any means. But you just, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's depressing. It's depressing it when you when you have a, have a truck, especially one that was seemed running okay. I mean, it was getting you. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, too, because like the suburban was running okay, but there was yeah. always something that is going on well, the thing it, is that the, the it's not running bad it's yeah. running way better than it was when i got it right it has never not started right and it's still gotten me to work every day yeah and the ac still blows cold the heat is still hot the stereo still works yeah at the end of the day the truck is still doing what it was supposed to do it's is not, it to my standards nah. no not yet yeah but we'll get there yeah but that's what you get when you spend sub five grand on a truck so poor I, you, always, you always premise everything when it's a super high mileage truck and i think you should stop Okay. Yeah, I think Why? you should. Because I don't think it matters. Okay. It's just a, a really old, yeah. beat-up truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I got a really old, beat-up truck. Yeah, it's good, I, I think you're just scaring people out of buying buying trucks. Now I'm, now I'm going to go jumping down on your throat. <laughs> like, Ben! <laughs> Wait, if you listen to the other podcast about Tyler, he's praised me for my truck, and now he's just taking me and just slapping me in the back of the head. I just, I just think you should stop talking bad about it. Maybe we'd stop having problems. I don't think I talked <laughs> talk bad about it, Tyler. What the hell, man? Where's this anger coming from? Just, I'm just trying to start something. <laughs> God, he's so angry right now. Take a chill pill, bro. I'm just saying you should be nicer to your truck. Maybe, you know. Maybe better things would happen. I have been nice to it. I put safeties <laughs> in. I use fuel out of it every time. <laughs> just messing with you. We're going to fight about this later. <laughs> We're going to fight about this at the beef. Yeah, at the beef. <laughs> Saturday. 
<laughs> okay, so let's get back to the truck okay. here. So I've got a list of stuff that I've done since we did our last update. Uh, last episode we did was my injector overview install. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first time listening, obviously you're going to go over the wrap sheet real quick. Uh, it does have an adrenaline high-pressure oil pump. It does have gearhead tunes in it. Um, still has the stock clutch. I did have to replace the hydraulics. Uh, and it has dynamite diesel, 100 horsepower, uh, single-shot injectors in it. Yeah, single shot injectors in there, um, which are way too big for what I'm doing right now. But party, party, and that is about it. We're going to talk about some of the other stuff I've done to it right now. I can tell you one thing: it doesn't have that. He wishes he had the driven diesel access cover. I do. (laughs) (sighs) Product plug. Yeah. (laughs) So what I'm dealing with right now is I'm still having a high pressure oil pump code issue, uh, the 1211 code. Um, I thought maybe that it was because uh, it was making too much pressure at idle, mm-hmm. uh, which when my insight kind of shows it, it seems okay. And when I had a snap-on scanner on there, I checked the voltage of the CP or, or the ICP, um, injection control pressure sensor, and the voltage checked out for what pressure was showing through the PCM. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm not sure if it is actually putting out the pressure it's saying or not. But it, it seems like it, it's it's like an electrical thing. It's something something is just not communicating right because uh, once the oil gets up to a proper temperature um, and I can clear the light, as long as I don't rail on it, the truck idles fine, doesn't smoke, pulls hard, you know, boost comes right on, and it's great. But if you lay on too hard, it throws a 1211 code and kind of derates a little bit, um, and then just goes to assumed uh, H pop pressure compared to what it's supposed to be or what it's actually making. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I could mash the throttle and it's going to say, well, we're pretty sure stock pumps only make 2,800 pounds at most. And so it's telling the truck it's only making 2,800 pounds. And in fact, my adrenaline's probably making closer to like 4,000. Yeah. So it's, yeah, kind of sucks. But the times when it's running right and the code's not on, holy shit, boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cool. Like yeah. I experienced a fuel cut for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I broke the tires loose. I, it, it was, damn. Yeah. I mean, you could you could have some a serious amount of fun on a truck that's an older truck like yours, regardless of miles, <laughs> and throw. I mean, you're you're with the injectors and the pump. I mean, you're you're still into this thing. What less than six grand, uh, including the vehicle? Yeah, yeah. And and look how much. I mean that th- that I I rode in it with you. I feel like the truck runs pretty darn good it's a hell of a time it, yeah, absolutely yeah. i was actually really impressed with uh the amount those injectors did i mean yeah. keep in mind there's tuning obviously involved well, with I, that the too. first rip we did was stock tuning. Stock, with stock tuning yes. amazing awesome yeah awesome i thought it was great yeah. yeah i was i was blown away like lenny did not he undersold what that was going to do with stock tuning yeah I was like, yeah and <laughs> that's part of the reason why i gave you a little bit of flack with about the mileage because it's something i think the mileage thing i mean which is something that is well-deserved for any truck as far as, yeah, mm-hmm. it's got high mileage. Yeah, it's probably weak on power. But I, you're addressing all of the issues that with high mileage would, would affect that power level. So yeah. now that you've gotten everything back to the point where, you know, better than stock, essentially, mm-hmm. you could, again, mileage is is completely irrelevant at this point. I mean, I think we're getting there, yeah. Yeah. I've kind of got to a point right now where it's like, if it dies, it dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of just, excuse me, shift in mentality and uh, 
You know what? Loose is fast, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Cameron's face right yeah. now when he's doing his hands. <laughs> so I still have that 1211 code. Um, I did get some updated tuning from Gearhead uh, to accommodate for the injectors and the high-pressure oil pump because uh, I didn't have that before in the first set of tunes. How'd that go? You never, I, don't, I don't think I've ever talked to you. Um, you got that, that thing is like... Too much? It's is not, that when you had your fuel cut off? Much. No, I had the fuel cut off Before. with uh, just you know, where the tunes, the box tunes still, yeah, st- tunes were still assuming stock pump, stock injectors. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but I, I actually haven't put it in the highest tune with the, you know, counting for the H-pop injectors. Ben. Because. Come on. I tell you what, man. I put it in the economy <laughs> tune on that thing, and it, it's like, I, I, I feel bad. For Rona. The, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad because it's, uh, obviously, these are heavy injectors for what the truck is doing right now, and when I put a really heavy tune on it, like, and the fact that one of the things we're going to talk about is the, the dual mass flywheel in there. Yeah. I can't get this thing to start from a dead stop without smoking. <laughs> it just, there, it's got a lot of fuel There's right now. Fuel. Okay. Like yeah. I knew, and I, I know what we talk about. No smoke. Smoke is lost power. And I agree with you. I'm totally there. I'm not saying I'm out there rolling coal on people like trying to, you know, yeah. hey, look at me. Here I go. It's just like I'm in that interim stage where I haven't quite built up to my injectors yet. Yeah. So I actually find myself rolling around on like, the stock tune a lot yeah and i'm sure there's people out there saying like well you know why did you even go that big with injectors Mm -hmm. now okay one thing i know you've got i'm gonna i'm not gonna call it an excuse but a Mm -hmm. reason for it but what i want you listeners to understand is when you know somebody in the industry that just so happens to build injectors when you end up showing up at their facility to get injectors made, they're not going to build you <laughs> just like, oh, let's do some 10, 15 horsepower inject. Nope. Nope. With anybody. When I was building my mega cab, I was going to put 60 horsepower injectors in it. And mm-hmm. Brian looked at me like I was like, <laughs> like, like, you're an idiot. Like, why would you do like just basically peer pressure? <laughs> Peer pressure, yeah. peer pressure you into you know bigger bigger injectors. That's how I, it works. When I, you know someone, they're like, "Yeah, we're not building those." Yeah. <laughs> I I w- I literally did not know until I actually we got to the facility that we were doing yeah. hundreds. Yeah, the whole time in Lenny were texting. I, I, I was exactly. like, "Yeah, yeah, stage yeah. one fifty, stage one fifty, stage fifty horses. That's all I want. That's yeah. all I want. So it's good. Like I just you know." And we got there. He's like, "Yeah, we're doing hundreds." Yeah. I was like, "You serious?" He goes, "Yeah, like." You just you have no choice you have no choice that's you're gonna get there it's fine and you you know what you're doing so it's not like you're gonna call me back in two weeks and say these injectors are hot as hell like you know they're going to be hot as hell but once you do your turbo and intercooler ooh, yeah 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 like (laughs) you know that the meme oof size extra large yeah (laughs) and i see it now 100 percent. yeah it's the thing's gonna be nasty so uh, keep moving forward. Sorry, yeah. it's, 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 I can't have you talking about this I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm side shotting you like with just, yeah, just randomness here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I started kind of picking off things because as I was, I, I kind of got to a point where I really couldn't diagnose it any further. I was still trying to figure stuff out. So I kind of just like, you know what? I'm gonna lean on it a little bit and just kind of see what starts rearing its head. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to baby it. The injectors blood themselves out. The air blood themselves out. It's running good. Um, so I started leaning on a lot more, like really watching, you know, my, uh, my insight and whatnot. And from day one, when I plugged in the insight, my exhaust back pressure sensor was always reading high, which was alarming. Cause I was kind of like, Hmm, am I really making seven pounds of drive pressure at idle? Yeah. Hmm. That's really worrisome. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of drive pressure. That's right. a lot of blow by. <laughs> yeah. like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was not. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily. And my boost gauge was like super laggy. Like sometimes it would. And then and you I don't was, have an EGT gauge on there. Yet, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Ignorance is bliss, my friend. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't plan to until I, I really need one. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. ignorance is bliss in that front. So I replaced the exhaust, exhaust back pressure sensor as well as my boost sensor because I had a feeling, well, maybe it's starting to cut power and ICP because it's, it's way of you can't derate fuel because it's not electronically done there. So maybe they're derating injection pressure with the oil because my boost and drive pressure are too far out. Too far, yeah. So I replaced them and they're both reading proper now, which is better. Um, I'm not making seven pounds of drive pressure yeah. at, at idle, which is Thank very God. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it didn't really fix a whole lot in that front. But it was kind of one of those things that just had to be done. Like just, yeah. And it, we've talked about a whole lot when you're trying to diagnose trucks that are you know having issues or something like that. Just start picking off the things that you know need to be done. Yeah. You know, if I sat there and still was banging my head against the wall because I'm having issues and it all stemmed from a sensor I knew was bad but didn't think that it was going to make a difference for anything else, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so it's kind of like you just got to, all right, just start picking them off one by one. Yeah, especially with sensors. And it may not be the case for like your truck or some older trucks, but there's a lot of times where, and I know we've talked about this in like diagnosing episodes where somebody will get a code for like a map sensor or something. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that the map sensor is bad. It means it's getting a reading there that isn't sufficing the ecm to where maybe something else is causing so mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are tied together so if you just say okay i think that map sensor is good i'm not going to you know replace it i'm going to look at these other things and you keep on replacing other things and you're still getting the same issue maybe you did have a map sensor issue so yeah. it's it's something that just like you said if you're if you're trying to and i'm not advocating like throwing parts at anything obviously um but when it comes to like that truck mm-hmm. um it's something that you definitely want to, I guess, I guess look into and ensure that 100% that is working how it should, um, especially like like that drive pressure. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like that's not right. <laughs> well, that and, the thing too. So it's like I did the whole kind of fail safe thing. I didn't I didn't have the ability to check the voltage when I was assessing it, but like I unplugged it and turned the truck back on and it read 99. So obviously it's getting a reading. Yeah, it wasn't going default, just wasn't getting a good reading. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of throwing sensors at trucks at all, but it is also kind of one of those things where I know Tyler just talked about stop being mean to my truck, but because yeah. it does have so many miles on it, maybe these sensors are a bit fouled. Like maybe yeah. they do need to be replaced. And that's also kind of one of the things I did build into like it this doesn't this didn't blindside me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's one of those things I figured I was gonna have to do. Yeah. Um so I replaced the back pressure sensor, I replaced the boost sensor, um, I also did my crank position sensor. Um, I did uh, one of the new updated uh, Ford. I, I, they technically call it like the the blue one, but it's like the new black one. Mm. Um, not a gray one. Did a black one. Or, you know, Spring? Are you, what are you talking about? What the sensor? Uh, camshaft position oh, okay, sensor, gotcha. okay. which is actually down on the crank. Gotcha. Um, that was an adventure because the bolt was pretty much seized in there. Oh, and it got to the point where I had to get a bolt extractor set to pull oh. it out. And it was... Like, Those so, can either make your day oh. or completely ruin your life. I tell you what, guys, if you ever need to get a <laughs> bolt extractor set, um, make sure that when you're looking for them, you need to find the extractors that actually have like the flutes inside are curved as well. They don't yeah. just have teeth on them, but they actually need to, as you try to loosen it, bite into the bolt. Yeah. Um, like the Irwin ones are really good. I got a because the whole coronavirus here going on right now, I went to like four different stores trying to find it, even though I knew that Home Depot had the Irwin one, but they're doing the whole stoop where you got to walk in and wait in line and all that kind of stuff. Auto parts stores are not, though. No. So I ended up having to... 
I'm an O'Reilly's guy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm an yeah. guy. <laughs> I went to AutoZone. They have good prices. Honestly, they really do. O'Reilly's is killing it. Like better than Napa. Yeah. And I've gone in there and gave them a Napa part number, and they're like, "Oh, we've got this," and it's like half the price. Yeah. And it's still. It's not like a cheap, like cruddy brand. It's still mm-hmm. a good. So I've actually been really impressed with O'Reilly's. I, and the thing is, I don't know if the O'Reilly's by my house has caught on to the fact that like I'm in the automotive industry, like very closely to where they are but just kind of like the more specialized side yeah because i still buy diesel like some if i need an o-ring or a gasket or something like that i'm not gonna like okay yes we get discounts on parts it's a ten dollar yeah. part i'm not gonna wait three days for shipping and pay for shipping and pay for shipping we still have to pay for shipping yeah everybody for a ten dollar part <laughs> yeah. when i can go into the o'reilly's down the street from my house and pay ten dollars and go home with it yeah and it might be ten bucks more than what we're gonna end up getting it for so it's yeah it's yeah. more of a time thing. I don't know if they quite realize the f- like. I'm not trying to say like I'm I'm not a big deal, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like I every time I go in there, I always have a diesel shirt on. I always have a diesel hat on. A lot of times they match. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Much like. I wonder if they've kind of figured that out yet or not. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm not gonna tell them. <laughs> yeah, they probably wouldn't even know because they'll be like, "Is it the EXT or the XT model?" Yeah. Does it have? Power I will windows? say there's, there's a couple of uh, <laughs> old timers in there. Like they, they, they know what's going on. Like not as far as me, but like the mm-hmm. the parts and whatnot, they get it, um, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've just been replacing a slew of sensors. Um, I also replaced the uh, vehicle speed sensor and the rear axle housing. Story time. I did that one on Saturday. Ooh, Sunday. What that fix? So uh, my speedometer was just that, okay. It was from that. Um, it usually that that helps out. Um, it did help mine. I'm still having that issue. So I, it might be a wiring issue, or it might be the fact that my dual mass flywheel is just that screwed. Because um, I'm pretty sure I have a dual mass flywheel on there. I thought I didn't, but I'm pretty sure I do now. And then I've started isolating more stuff and the issue that I have. Um, but I go to take it out of the housing, right? So it's uh, it was on Mother's Day weekend. Before I hear anything, we <coughs> celebrated Mother's Day on Saturday because the weather was nicer. And my wife wanted to be outside in the sun. So we did that because we knew it was going to be nice on Saturday. Turns yeah. out Sunday was just as nice. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. So Sunday was my day to work on the truck. So first thing I do in the morning, <clears throat> I get out there and I go like, all right, let's do the vehicle speed center. I can handle that real quick. Not a big deal. Get into the truck, you know, take the bolt out, twist it because it's O-ring sealed. Try and get it loosened up. Pull it out broke so now i've got part of a sensor stuck in an axle housing i'm like i did not plan on taking this cover off today <laughs> yeah. i did not need to do this i have so many other things i need to do right seriously. now seriously this is not on my list of things that i wanted to do crap so i'm in there and you have that moment you're like all right how am i gonna do this like it's this is your this is your time right now like yeah. okay so i'm looking at the two sensors i'm like eh, it looks like it's just a this the plastic piece that's stuck in the housing I'm looking at them, comparing size, like, ah, okay, it looks like the plastic thing. Well, I'll get my picks out. Maybe I can, like, try and pull it out or something like that, and I'm having no luck. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't get a good enough grab on it, good enough purchase on it to pull it out, so I'll get a drill out with a drill bit, fully knowing some crap is going to fall into the housing. But you know what? It's plastic. It's plastic. If it, if it is, it's plastic. Yeah. Wrong. We'll get there in a minute. Oh. Though. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe I'm thinking I'll just smash it all the way in there and let the gears chew it up or whatnot because I know I'm pretty sure my gears, they're all screwed anyway, so I have to replace them anyhow. But then also you're thinking to yourself, like, this might push them over the edge. Yeah. Like, now i got to do gear set in my truck. Right, right. <laughs> when it was perfectly driving, but the speedometer was just annoying. Yeah. Why didn't you just use the annoying speedometer? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. So, so I no, that always home. sucks when something gets compounded into an even bigger uh-huh. issue than you even started with, and you're just yeah. like, "Why did I mess with that?" <laughs> like, I would have taken a stupid speedometer any day. Yeah. Now I gotta do gears. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Explain that to your wife. Yeah. 
didn't want to. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I drilled a hole in it and tried to get my pick in there and pull it out. And so I drilled a hole, couldn't really get it out. So I tried to drill like another one next to it, a little bit bigger one. Couldn't make it happen. Just could not pull that thing out. Just for like, I had the mirror on there, like trying to, because you can't see on top of it without like really contorting yourself. And it's like, oh, right, you know what? It's going home. Get the screwdriver out. Push it in. Bam, bam. Just beating the crap out of it. I'm like, this thing is right on the tone ring because it should have gone in by now. Yeah. Like, there's no way it's just sitting there having yeah. a good time, hanging out. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, fine. You're not going to go in? I'll make you go in. Get the drill out. Drill some more holes in it. I'm like, I'm going to just fucking <laughs> <laughs> just let this let this thing loose going in the housing. And so I drill enough and it kind of breaks apart. I'm like, oh, well, there's a piece of plastic. I'll just pull that one out. I can save that one. I pull it out. I'm like, oh, my God. You got the whole thing. No. The, oh. It was, the, the magnet with the copper wiring was stuck in there. I would have had close to like five feet of thin copper wiring floating around my rear axle if I'd actually <laughs> and a magnet yeah. and if I'd actually pounded it all the way in there yeah and I was I'm sitting I'm like I'm pulling out I'm like no way no way oh my god oh my and then I pull it out and the magnet comes along with it and the hole's clear and I was like Whew. dude you got lucky you wow. got lucky and the thing is I never would have known if I pushed it all the way in there yeah I would have smoked my gears for sure. Oh, my God. All that copper just rolling around in there. Yeah. I, do you know what I would have done? Is put the old half of the sensor back in there and said, I guess I don't got a speedometer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing, too, like, is I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I can still drive it technically right now. Like, the speed, yeah. the speed sensor does nothing for the computer yeah. at all. It just gives you speed. That's it. Yeah. Because it's a manual truck. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm already halfway done here. You know, I, I should probably... You know, it, it was the first That's thing crazy. I did in the morning. I haven't had one of those sensors come up. Like, any, that type of sensor come up, come apart like that. They're usually yeah. pretty stout. They usually are, yeah. But again, you just told me to talk about it. It's high mileage. Yeah. yeah. That sensor's probably been in there for, obviously, for 23 years. Yeah. And it's seen a lot of miles and a lot of mud. Yeah. So, well, it makes sense. Yeah. I should have been better by now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got that fixed. And it was the first thing I did in the morning. I, I was out there working on my truck like 830. Hopefully, everything after that was way easy. Actually, it went really well. Yeah. Good. So, and I, I walked in and like got another cup of coffee and like my wife in the face. I was like, I just I got no s- idea what I just yeah, went I through. Like, I just got <laughs> so lucky. She's like, oh, what happened? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'll be in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, today's a good day so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we did the vehicle speed sensor and then I also got a new valve cover harness and gasket and whatnot because I did get start getting a code for bank one having connectivity issues so i bought that replaced it uh, i did not replace the pigtails on the harness set because i didn't quite schedule that into my day um that didn't change anything so i was like okay all right well at least i isolated a problem they need to replace anyway so okay yeah um by the way i'm getting really good about taking valve covers on and off that thing oh, I really bet. fast yeah <laughs> <laughs> i should have timed myself but it was yeah fast yeah <laughs> i was very surprised yeah um and then i also did order a uh uh crankcase vent reseal kit mm. um, a little doghouse on the driver's side um, that was leaking crankcase vapor out on the engine bay pretty profusely um, so i ordered a new o-ring set uh new screws and a new elbow to go on there um replaced that sealed up a leak that's a win didn't that's really win. didn't change how the truck ran but i was you know not spewing vapor in there anymore yeah consider consider that a win yeah. so it's always nice putting like new o-rings on and everything like works the way it's supposed to oh yeah yeah it's a good feeling oh yeah. small thing but good feeling um Let's see what happened after that. 
I got a big long list of things here. Um, I also did uh, just a 6634 filter on there. If you don't know what that is, it's basically just a giant Donaldson filter. Uh, yes, I know I preach SMB filters all the time, every time. Here's the problem. I'm running giant injectors, and I don't have the budget right now to buy an SMB intake. I still will, um, but my my intake was choking me down. I, yeah. I had to get something else on there. Yeah. Um, so I just I actually had an extra piece of four-inch exhaust pipe I had from my old truck, cut that out, you know, made the angle just right, and just shoved a filter onto that, and hose clamped it on, and it's just just sitting there hanging out. Yes, I know it's not the right way to do it. I know, because I know the right way to do yeah. it. And <laughs> this is the wrong way. Yeah. But it just it's for the. It's getting the job done now, so yeah, I'm not I'm not impervious to this kind of stuff. Sometimes, right. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm, I put my new uh, the rear speakers. Ooh. When we talked about the rear speakers, did we yeah. talk about that? At no, all? I don't think we did. Okay, so when I was tearing apart my interior, um, and when I did my stereo, uh, you know, I, I couldn't get any sound out of my rear speakers, so I figured they just weren't there. They weren't yeah. hooked up because it was a single cab, didn't have rear speakers. So I start pulling the interior out, and there's speakers in there, like Ford factory speakers. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they're starting hooked up. I look at the wiring harness going right by where the speaker is. There's no wire for it. I'm like, hmm. Well, maybe <laughs> someone put the interior in here to have rear speakers and just didn't hook up the speakers. Okay, yeah. no big deal. That's, that's fine with me, um, especially because I, I, this is like a, a very entry-level truck with a power stroke. The manual windows, yeah. manual everything. Um, someone definitely changed out the seats, so it probably had a bench seat in there. I figured it only had two speakers just on the doors. Um, so I go to put my new stereo in, and I pull the harness out, and there's wiring for rear speakers there. Right on. Where the hell did it go? Yeah. And where is the wiring, and why is it not the rear speakers? Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but I just ended up rewiring the rear speakers in. So you never it. found the wiring? Never found the wiring. Huh. I wasn't, wasn't going to tear apart the dashboard to find out where it right. went. But yeah. yeah. So I just rewired them. So now I got rear speakers. And I'll tell you this, man. Factory Ford speakers, even the older ones, they are not bad. Yeah. You know, like they, they get the job done, especially in a single cab truck. I am thoroughly impressed. Um, these things have to be at least 20 years old for at sure. Least, yeah. Minimum. Actually, 23 because that body style stopped at 97. So yeah. that thing, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll be it. I'm not like blowing them out with volume or anything yeah. like that, but I'm very impressed. Yeah. Um, so I got those in there. That's it's nice. little things that count. Yeah, this is like a whole long list of little things I've been doing. Perfect. And this is like this kind of stuff. Like I'm picking them off after work. You know, if there's – I got 20 minutes when – you know, if, if it's my wife's turn to give the kid a bath before I put him down, like I got 20 minutes, I'll go out there and try and hammer something out real quick. Yeah. Um, so I also put the microphone in for my stereo so now I can talk hands-free because hands-free with a manual truck, especially when it's loud as hell like that, definitely need to have it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, I need an exhaust in that truck really bad. Uh, my exhaust is cobbled together. It sounds like total crap. I'm sure it's not helping anything out here. Um, so stuff that definitely needs to be done sooner than later. Um, I ordered a uh, diagnosing, like a diagnostic, um, true, like manual hooked up high pressure oil gauge from uh, there you go. Uh, CP Addicts, the Rutledge Boys. Um, and actually, Shout out to CP Addict. I'm going to go ahead and, and like put it out there. Like I, I placed an order for that paying full retail price, and they, they gave me a little bit of a break on a price there. So I was, I was very – I texted Paul. I was like, dude, appreciate that, man. Like yeah. that, it was one of those things where like it, it's, it's also like when your friends have business like, and it's something like that, the gauge isn't super expensive. I'm sure they're not making a ton of money on it. Right. So I'm like, I'll just pay for it. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. It's, and it's actually pretty well priced. It's only 85 bucks. Yeah. And everywhere else that I found it, like a kit to do that, because you can't get a kit just for the 7.3. 
they yeah. make one with just a 7.3 fitting on it, so it's a lot cheaper. But everywhere else, they're like 300 bucks. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy my $300. So it's it's like liquid-filled. Yeah, type with a three-foot hose, so I can just run it on my rearview mirror and go t- make some poles and watch it. Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you to the Rogers Boys. If you guys do need any kind of OBS stuff, they are the guys to check out. We do have a lot of their stuff on our website. Yeah, they've got great uh, door panel fix kits. They've got awesome uh, prices on headlights, taillights, uh, even interior lights. they got smoked clear um and like a what was it like the, the oem but like crisp yeah what's the best i don't know how to put it there, right? yeah, yeah. But, the, but at a really good price like a really good price and so. i will say every time i've gone to their website and i start trolling for obs stuff i i start thinking to myself like man it's got to be like 400 bucks it's like 12 dollars or something like that yeah yeah I'm, I'm always impressed with how how low they're able to keep the prices so yeah, pretty awesome yeah check them out Look boys. those guys up cpaddict.com yep Shout or out. check our website, uh, dieselpowerproducts.com, because we've got all the CP Attic yeah. stuff. I mean, we, we do sell all their parts, but yes, the, 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 obviously yeah. no one has as many parts as they do because they have their own site. Um, so stuff that needs to get done on the OBS for sure, because I do want to dyno it. Yeah. Um, I do need to probably get a new clutch. Uh, mine isn't slipping yet, but I am positive now that I have a dual mass flywheel and it's shot because I, for the life of me, like when you... And you're going to need one regardless. Yeah. When you lay off the throttle, unless you're super ginger, it's, <coughs> it's almost like like when you're driving a manual and you like in the high RPMs and you don't let the clutch out and yeah. you just get out of the back out of the throttle fast. Like, <coughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like it does that even when you're like so gingerly getting out of it. Really? Yeah. Because usually a dual mass like helps get rid of any sort of right. But if the springs are completely shot, that's true. That's then true. All it's doing that's is true. <coughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not doing me any favors. But the times that it is engaged, like, I haven't got to slip yet. But then again, we're not running at full power yet. So but it's going to happen sooner yeah, or later. It's, so it's on a list of things to happen yeah. sooner or later. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go dual disc or not. I might just go with a little bit of aggressive single disc. I mean, this is sort of a, a budget build. But then again, when I start – this is like – the. I go. The hard thing is, like, I sell this stuff every day, and I yeah. talk people into it every day. I have such a hard time talking myself into it. Yeah. So I, I feel you guys right now. Okay. So like, I, I, I mean, you could go with like a Kevlar ceramic or something from Valair, or like, I mean, you could do the what is it like a ceramic organic from mm-hmm. <coughs> South Bend. <clears throat> I mean, that'll hold plenty of power. I mean, yeah. that'll hold five hundred plus. I mean, like that Kevlar ceramic. I was rolling around at that clutch from Valair, and like, it was my second gen. I was rolling around about 630 horsepower, and that I'm pretty sure that clutch was only rated to 600. Like mm-hmm. that's what they rated it to. So I was over their rating, and I never, I never had any issues with that thing slipping until I sold it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't know how to drive. <laughs> but then, I, like, I started like really picking in there and like, yeah, looking at descriptions, and they're like, "Hey, this clutch will hold this kind of power, but if you're planning to be aggressive with the truck, yeah, maybe you should go with this one." And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. How many like yeah. clutch drop full throttle burnouts am I gonna do in this thing once it's able to? A lot. <laughs> once it's able to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more than every most. day. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Cooper were getting into about who would uh, out tug a war who and his his uh, eco diesel Jeep or my my OBS. Yeah, and I was like, the difference here is Coop. The difference here is I am willing to fully taco my truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in four low and pin it. Yeah. Seriously. I will taco the shit out of my truck. Yeah. I will put the bed in the engine bay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you willing to taco your Jeep? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what's going to go down. I'm not saying I'm going to hit your truck. I'm not going to hit your Jeep or anything, but I will. No. 
You will just give her all. I will let her eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no... Like, it's fourth quarter, yeah. championship game, <laughs> five seconds left. Somebody's got to make something happen. That's Ben in his OBS. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll put it in four low and bang gears. I'll put it in four high and bang gears, and I'm power shifting. Yeah. I will... Whatever it takes, yeah. something's going <laughs> down. And the, the, I, th- I think your truck would take his eco diesel. That's kind of where the conversation stopped. <laughs> I think it will. You've got just sheer weight on him. Look at weight, but he's got his traction is going to be uncanny. All wheel drive, yeah, but low to the ground, grippy tires. I still think you take him. I might because you've got. I think you've got him on torque still. I might. I think you do. <laughs> and you know, and he's got ten gears. That I, he well, can I have. Don't know. He can have all ten of them. But here's but the thing, though. Again, <laughs> who's willing to talk over their vehicle? Yeah. I will, did you know we did I that? Walk? There's an old video on YouTube floating around of me and my mega cab doing truck pulls in our parking lot with a bubble rope. Oh, yeah, the mailbox? No, dude. I hooked up to Cody's truck. Cody's 7'3". Oh, yeah. Sorry, Cody. I love you. <laughs> but I drug your ass. <laughs> 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 then I hooked up to Josh's second gen, which was about five and a quarter horse right mm-hmm. on a 500. I had... Just my mega cab with a smarty and 100 horsepower injectors. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Josh. I love you too. <laughs> Drug his ass. <laughs> like, it was it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. We did the whole bubble rope like party mode. Let's Dude, do this. Five nine common rail. Yeah, <laughs> doing work. Mm-hmm. I had a mega cab too. I had wheelbase and weight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Five nine common rail. Best engine ever made. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Except for that one guy here who says it's the worst engine ever made. In which case, I. had you know what I'm talking about. Which one? We have a... Someone with a 7.3? Yeah. <laughs> he, he actually has two 5.9 common rails. Yeah. And he's like the only guy that has issues with them. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So definitely, I need to get a clutch in there. Um, I go kind of back and forth on the single disc, dual disc, like we were talking about before. Um, especially because going with the dual disc, it's like, it's not that much it's money. Like $300 more. more. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I know I'll be covered because I'll do a dual disc street clutch ready for 650 Probably not going to make 650 with that, but that way I know if I decide to sled pull it, if I decide to just do some freaking burnouts or just whatever. You're covered. It's insurance. It's burnout insurance. Yeah, because, I mean, clutches and transmissions are one of those things, like, you don't want to do them lots of times. Yeah, I mean, they're relatively simple to do. They take a lot of time. It's heavy, and Mm -hmm. it's not the funnest job. No. Even though it's easy, it's still not the funnest, just because you're trying to wrestle around a thing that weighs as much as you do and <laughs> i will say every time i've done transmissions i've always i always go in there thinking like oh man is, you know i usually get out of there going like eh, it wasn't that bad yeah like eh, i could I, i'd rather not do that again you got really good at the automatics for a while there <laughs> just, yeah. just for 100 great bud. memories for ben <laughs> i miss my excursion still yeah <laughs> um so yeah i need to do a clutch um i also need to actually get a real agt gauge in there because as much as ignorance is bliss i do need to know what's going on there yeah for sure um i also need to i am going to put a uh once i do find out about what the what my uh high pressure oil is actually doing with the manual gauge if that still correlates what the inside is doing I'll be good with that. If it doesn't, um, then I might look into putting an actual real manual gauge in there so I can read it on the pillar. Yeah. Um, unless I get the issue figured out and just kind of know, like, okay, the truck might not be reading it. It's not throwing a code, but it's actually reading low. What's supposed? To, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I kind of do want to have a good manual gauge on there to figure oh, that sure. out. Oh, sure. Um, I do need to get a real boost gauge on there as well because I think this is just kind of a – since it's an OBS, old computer um, – 
man, that insight is super laggy. It yeah. is. It's not the insight's fault because that that was that it's dealing with old technology. Yeah, this yeah. particular insight is actually Sans is I'm borrowing Sans's insight, gotcha. um, and I, I've seen that work on his truck, and yeah. it's like, but his obviously his truck has way more computing power than my freaking dinosaur over there. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's more so like my truck's computer just cannot put the data out fast enough for the insight to really catch up on it. Um, that wasn't quite the case in my my excursion. That thing was very fast and very accurate, but the OBS, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I might start cleaning grounds, and maybe that'll help a little bit. But uh, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I think I'm get that C clamp off there. <laughs> off still there, bud. <laughs> still there, bud. It's working. Hey, still it's there. adjustable. <laughs> it's one of those things where I've got bigger fish to fry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got to get this truck hauling ass first. Yeah, <laughs> and it still starts. That. Okay, I'm not worried about the C clamp. <laughs> yeah, speaking about battery cables, we have a new manufacturer on our website. Custom battery cables, relatively cheap for you guys mm-hmm. with the older trucks. I want to get some fresh cables on there. They actually do some really nice stuff. They do like these military grade ends that are they're awesome. So in the, again, they're priced pretty darn awesome. I think yeah. if you were to go to like an auto parts store and be like, I need a battery cable set for this truck. Oh, they're like not cheap. Six hundred bucks for the yeah. battery cables, where this is like half the price. I think most of them are in the two hundred dollar range. So yeah. Um, going through my list here. So this is what I found out this weekend. Um, I was going to the dump using my truck as a truck. You know, that's yeah. what it's there for. Very happy. <clears throat> um, and as I was leaving the dump, I went over a bump kind of awkwardly, and either I never noticed this before or something changed. But now I heard this like, like squeaking and kind of like tapping, mm-hmm. and my toolbox was hitting the cab. And I'm like, what the hell? My yeah. toolbox never hit the cab before. Right. And I know OBSs are not known for having the most rigid frames. Right. But I knew it wasn't hitting the cab, or the bulkhead wasn't hitting the cab at least. So I, I'm like, hmm. And I start like driving over some bumps. I look at it, and it's moving a lot. I'm like, well, that's not good. Now this truck's got a lot of miles on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't see any major rust. Right. So. I pull over and I start looking at it and I'm like, the body line is still lining up. I'm like, hmm. So I go over there and I pull. It's on the uh, passenger front, that bulkhead side right there. I go to pull it, like lift it up, and I can lift it up like five inches. Oh no! <laughs> but I can't. Oh, pu- no. I can't push it down any. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. So I'm worried like it's gonna like fall down and hit the tire and like you know, major accident on Highway 90 and I'm screwed. But it wasn't doing that. It just you know it's kind of wiggling around a little bit. So I, I drive it home and I get under there. I start looking more and more. Basically, my bulkhead, like the front of the bed, is pretty much starting to disconnect from the actual bed sides and bed itself. Flatbed. <laughs> not doing a flatbed. I, I made in the future. Okay, All right. I but think it would look kind of cool with a flatbed. I think it would, but I kind of I, I I lose that kind of just truck utility of the flatbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Kind of. You know, got some good tie down points. Yeah. I think that thing would be cool with a flatbed. I think. I'm not opposed to a flatbed, and I'm not going to lie. I did look on Craigslist. I looked on Facebook Marketplace. If a you know old school kind of like Ford flatbed happened to pop itself up, please tell me wood wood inserts. Oh, wood stakes the, or the wood the wood on the I don't floor. I'll one of those. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I don't mind if it needs some work. I mean, I'll buff and polish it or, or paint it, whatever it needs to do. Put new wood inserts in. Yeah. If it's got dents in it, I don't care. Like the truck's going to, it just has to be a truck, but I do need to make the bed sides for it because I still need to be able to just kind of throw stuff That'd back be kind of cool with like some wood bed, like some wood sides that you can remove. I'm not opposed to it. Um, I think it'd be cool. So my project, not this weekend, but uh, next weekend, I'm probably going to be getting in there with, uh, don't judge me, guys. Don't judge me. Okay. 
probably gonna just get in there with some self tappers. I might go get some sheet metal from Home Depot and uh, pretty much anywhere that I can find a place to screw anchor it back, anchor it back in. Yeah. I'm just gonna start. <laughs> the, the Danny DeVito from It's Always Sony. And then I just start self-tapping. <laughs> just start. <laughs> I'm just, just going to start <laughs> tapping with brackets everywhere. Yeah, and, and once it gets stiff, then I'm saying, ah, that's cool there. And I'm going to find out where all the self-tappers went through. I'll trim them off so I don't cut myself. Yeah. And for now, call it a day. You yeah. know, it's just, it, it's, that's the beauty of the truck. I've never had a truck where I just kind of like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, yeah. do more till it works. So yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And other than that, I mean, that's kind of, where I'm at right now, man. This it, this yeah. truck has been a long journey so far, but it's been a lot of fun. Like, yeah. Overall, I'm positive with it. You know, I know I kind of grab about the whole like my plan did go to crap. I'll be honest with you guys. I, I was happens. supposed to have my daily drive up here already, but you know, gold pandemic, you know, whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I just I'm kind of just plugging away with it. Um, I had to redo my plan, redo my budget. Um, checked in with my accountant. It's my wife. <laughs> and we're good. Like we're still we're gonna be on track. I just had to kind of like shift my mindset a little bit. A little yeah. bit. And uh, nothing wrong with that. And by the time you get your daily driver, you're gonna have a truck that's running relatively good to where you're, you know, be like one day I want to drive the truck. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or if you want to start a big project, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're gonna. My rant is gonna be a sidebar on budgeting real quick because this is kind of one of those things where if you're kind of if you're working on your own budgeting right now, um, this may speak to your heartstrings. If you're not and you don't like budgeting and don't care about that kind of stuff, you're probably going to hear this and go like, you're an adult, figure it out. Like, yeah. don't be that guy. <laughs> but like the the whole thing that was worrying me about my budget was that I was going to, every month I put money into savings, right? We all should do that. If you don't, you should. Uh, as far as how much to do, that's kind of up to you. But you, know, you can a good rubric is always 10% of your paycheck going to savings. It doesn't have to be 10%, but that's like the old yeah. old saying, you know? Um, so I usually try and put money into my savings every month while still being able to, you know, go out and do other things or project stuff. So I knew that when I first bought the truck, I was not going to be able to put money into my savings as quickly as I was before, but I, I was still on track to have my savings be back to where it needed to be by the time I needed to be, to be back to, we had to put a roof on the roof on our house. Yeah. Um, so I just had to kind of shift my mindset like, well, I'm kind of, I planned on replenishing it by now and I'm not. So I, I'm, I was getting kind of bummed out of myself. I was like, you know what? You know, you're an adult, Ben. You, you know, you get a paycheck every two weeks. Let's plan for it. So I just had to tell myself, like, okay, I know I'm not doing it right now. Don't let that stress you out. Just when the time comes and the truck is where it needs to be for now, and that line is basically, I'm going to say probably at the clutch. Once I do the clutch, I'm not worried about tires right now. You know, I'm not yeah. worried about wheels. not worried about anything like that. Once the truck is running good and proper, I get the dyno done, that's where it's going to stay until i get my savings back or at least back on track to where i want it to be yeah so that means like over summer instead of you know i'm going to contribute double to my savings from what i was before to kind of rehash and get back into there yeah um so that's my mindset as far as budgeting goes i know this is not diesel related but a little bit life related sometimes trying to sprinkle that crap in there because we're adults here and we're yeah trying to help out and if someone had told me this when i was younger i might be better off yeah. than i am now but i think people dig like yeah. the real world stuff you know? yeah it's yeah. it's kind of hard. It kept me up at night a couple of times, and it will. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, especially when you, know, you got a house, you got a kid, you got a wife, you got a dog. You know, it's you mess up, you do the wrong <laughs> thing like that. That's hard. As oh yeah, I'm not saying that like, we're like I'm one paycheck away from getting kicked out of my house because I'm not because we make good choices, but it's it's hard. You got to think about all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's my that's the update on the OBS. That's my rant. What do you got, Tyler? 
we're going camping this weekend, bud. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's going to come out like after this already happens, but yeah, yeah we're going camping this weekend. We're going up to the beef. The and, beef. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited. Uh, our dogs get to hang out. Uh, Josh, yeah. our catalog manager is coming too. It's going to be just. He's like, got his new puppy. We're up there. We're yeah. going to. The place that we go is it's pretty awesome. It's on like these three lakes. It's like Lake Gillette, Lake Thomas, and I think Lake Sherry, and they're all tied together with like this little tiny, little tiny like I'm gonna call it a babbling brook, but it's not a babbling brook because it's a little bit bigger than a babbling brook because you could yeah. actually drive a boat through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a small river, small small waterway, mm-hmm. uh, but it's super awesome up there. Like I want a side by side more than like anything in life right now. Just because there's so much riding up there that yeah. you can go do. Like, it's insane. Like, I can't wait to show it to you. It's his first time going up there. I've been going up there the last, like, four weekends in a row. <laughs> he has. Like, <laughs> uh, seriously, we have. Like, it's it's that's our getaway for the weekend. We mm-hmm. just say, F the house, F everything. We leave Friday night, get up there Saturday, or get up there uh, Friday night. And, uh, yeah, hang out until Sunday. And it's, yeah, we're I'm excited. I'm excited you're coming up there and your family's coming up there. It's going to be a good time. Maybe we'll have an Instagram story or something to share with you guys on our camping weekend. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't been. I'll be honest, man. Life has been getting really hectic right now, so I haven't been too much in our Instagram. And I need to get back into there and probably yeah. let you guys know that I'm not dead. But well, there's yeah. a lot of cool trucks up there too. We'll maybe snap some pictures of. And yeah, there's actually this really cool. Um, I think honestly, I haven't, I haven't looked at it like close. I've just like walked by it. It's like, it's got to be like a an LLY. Duramax, mm-hmm. I think, um, white with a flat. It's a it's a crew cab with a flatbed. Mm. That it, it, but it's got like an aluminum flat. Like it's it's clean. Mm-hmm. Like I, I should have took a picture of it last weekend for the for the uh, for our Instagram. But I, I just I just honestly <laughs> reminder for you guys. My phone on the weekend disappears until sunday evening this is actually this is 100% <laughs> this is 100% accurate 100 yeah. percent true like if you're trying to get a hold of me on the weekend gotta call my wife because <laughs> i usually have no idea where my phone is because i just like drop it down and i'm just like huh, whatever like because i am not a phone guy like whatsoever <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's like we do phone sales <laughs> so it's like oh yeah it's like Woo! <laughs> whatever yeah a little sidebar but, there and like i have a- like an iphone 10 it's like got all the bells and whistles like i only use like the bare minimum yeah <laughs> like, i know how to text yeah seriously and, uh make the phone call you know how to answer the phone i knew how to send a message and start my sprinklers yeah and start my sprinklers yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> other than that yeah <laughs> so no it's it's pretty fun up there we'll 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 make it a point to post something yeah we'll do that cool well i think that's going to wrap this one up uh really appreciate all you guys tuning in make sure you hit the subscribe button all that kind of good stuff make sure and check out instagram because as much as i said i don't we post on there yeah i do try and post on there that's another good way to get a hold of us and 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 and, uh, make some comments or send some spicy memes because yeah shit boys spicy memes make the world go around they do they do (laughs) (laughs) thanks for watching we'll see you next week see ya thanks for tuning in make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com